two voices are always speaking to us, inside, simultaneously. The problem is, we've been trained to listen to our young ego self, the voice of fear. The voice of fear is loud and demanding, desperate and pushy. In its panic and anxiety, it badgers us to stay on track, stay on time, stay on top of things, stay in control. It judges, criticizes, doubts, and fears life, all in the name of keeping us safe and avoiding the unknown. In a million different versions, it manufactures high drama out of every little thing. And when we're caught up in that drama, we can't hear the soft-spoken, unassuming voice of our being self inside. We stifle our joy. Our wise, mature being is constantly whispering wisdom into our inner ear. It reminds us moment to moment that we're always safe and that we are powerful co-creators with the universe. In a calm, loving voice, it reassures us that we can handle everything on our plate today, no matter how overwhelming it feels. Whether we listen or not, it's always available to comfort our inner self when it's afraid. At the same time, this loving voice of our being self is never pushy, never desperate or demanding. It won't compete with our thoughts or feelings for our attention. It's not even attached to whether we heed its wisdom or not. It simply offers. That's why it's so important that we learn how to pay attention to it and that we really hear the deep inner silence that inevitably comes after we label our thoughts, thinking, thinking, or fearing, fearing. It's only in that silence that we can hear the loving wisdom of our hearts. The trouble is, most of us are afraid to trust life. If anything, we have learned to mistrust it and to mistrust ourselves. We were talked out of trusting our intuition by being called stupid, by being told to listen without speaking, or to stop feeling what we were feeling. Now we manipulate situations to get what we want and keep getting what we want. We think we can use our personal will to outsmart life before it outsmarts us. But all these are desperate measures from our ego, and usually ineffective in the end. If we're willing to wake up, these moments of feeling overwhelmed are the perfect time to see our unconscious reactions clearly. As Tarthang Tulku Rinpoche wrote in Gestures of Balance, one of the best ways to discipline our ego is to make friends with ourselves. When we are joyful, the ego becomes calm and does not stir up frustration and discontent. Conflict occurs when we do not obey our own inner voice. In my own life experience and with clients, I have discovered that inner trust is strengthened by meeting life directly. It comes from being open to what is, whether we like this particular experience or not. From sinking down and meeting every feeling and every fear as it arises. 
As we do this, we slowly, gradually realize that we can handle it all. Loneliness, despair, hopelessness, rage, grief, love. We can handle all of it. Our wise, mature being self surrounds all of it with love and compassion. Inner trust builds from being open to our grief and our joy. Each time we dive into whatever feelings we've been avoiding, sometimes for years, we reconnect with our pure joy of being.